The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern North Carolina's longest-running sports radio call-in show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show on Pirate Radio is brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostick Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Michelob Ultra, The Rick House, Taft Taft & Hagler, and Tiebreakers. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Okay, happy MLK Day to you. It's a holiday for many, and we're glad you're alongside. This is the Brian Bailey Show. We're talking baseball today with an East Carolina theme, of course. Gavin Williams, the former East Carolina Pirates star, 3-5 and five in his first year with the Cleveland Guardians, a 3.29 earned run average and 16 starts. Gavin's going to join us as he gets set to go to spring training, get set for year two for Gavin Williams in Major League Baseball. In the back half hour, former East Carolina star pitcher Carter Spivey will join us. So we've got lots of baseball to talk about. Kind of a hot stove kind of day, isn't it? So we'll talk with Gavin coming up when the Brian Bailey Show continues right after this. Attention athletes and fans, Tiebreakers is looking for all-stars. Do you know an athlete who made a game-winning play, scored an amazing touchdown, or hit a huge home run? We're scouting Eastern North Carolina for this month's most outstanding athlete. Go to tiebreakersathlete.com to nominate your favorite player for the prestigious Athlete of the Month Award. Tiebreakers, shining a light on the athletes that make Eastern North Carolina proud. Submit your nomination now at tiebreakersathlete.com. Turkey, ham, bacon, these and other meats are great around the holidays and every other day, but they all leave behind grease when you cook them, and grease is a real pain in the drain. When you pour grease down a drain, it cools and can clog sewer lines. That can lead to sewer spills, which are messy, bad for the environment, and can also be expensive. Never pour grease down the drain. Instead, collect it in a container like a used soup can or jar. Let it cool and throw it away in the trash. Together, we can protect our sewer system and the environment. For more information, go to guc.com. Hey you. Yeah you. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join the DriveHereNow.com network. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and proud supporter of the Pirates. North Carolina State Parks invites you to enjoy camping your way. With the weather changing, booking your own cabin is the perfect solution for your camping getaway. Reserve campsites or cabins today at Jones Lake, Goose Creek, and Cliffs of the News. Whether you enjoy traditional camping or air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi, your next adventure can include hiking, beautiful scenery, and sunsets by the campfire. For information on booking a cabin, visit ncparks.gov. Chris Barsani from Orthopedic Season Sports Medicine Center. Our practice has been caring for the athletes at ECU and the residents of Eastern North Carolina for more than 35 years. Whether it's treatment for your sports injuries or it's time for that joint replacement, Orthopedic Seats provides the latest in operative and non-operative orthopedic care. We also offer on-site physical therapy and MRI services as well as walk-in urgent care on the weekends from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Call us at 757-BONE or visit us online at orthoeast.com. Go Pirates! 
You've worked hard to make your business successful, and that's why it's really important to always have a bank in your corner when you need them. This is former ECU baseball player Ashley Caps from First Bank, and our experienced team of local bankers includes Lee Watson, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nisbet. To get the business services that are right for your business today, come and see someone on our team at First Bank on Arlington Boulevard here in Greenville. First Bank, together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. I intend to see to it that any man who sails under a pirate flag or wears a pirate brand gets what he deserves. Pirate Radio. I think it'd be rather exciting to meet a pirate. The voice of the pirate nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this holiday Monday. Gavin Williams joins us to talk baseball, Major League Baseball, with the Cleveland Guardians. And uh, everybody, of course, in Pirate Nation, very proud of what Gavin did in his first year with the Guardians. Gavin, how are you on this holiday Monday? I'm pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, looking forward to just picking your brain on a bunch of topics as far as uh, as Gavin Williams is concerned. I know you're going to be coming back to town for the uh, East Carolina Banquet. That's about uh, a week and a half away. You looking forward to speaking there? Uh, yeah, I am. A little nervous, but we'll get over it, though. Oh, you'll be fine. You're amongst friends when you come and speak to the banquet. I had a chance to uh, uh, talk to Coach Godwin this morning. We were going over some plans for the banquet, and uh, everybody over there is very excited about you coming back and speaking to everyone. So just relax and uh, and have a good time, and I'm sure you'll do a, a great job. That's a it's a great. It's always sold out early, so I'd say try to get you a ticket, but you can't get a ticket because it's uh it's one of those things that sells out so very quickly. But Gavin Williams will be one of the uh, speakers coming up uh, last year for Cleveland. Gavin three and five was the record 3.29 earned run average 16 starts 82 innings pitched 81 K's uh hitters hit 219 off of Gavin Williams when you evaluate that that first year for yourself what are some of the things that you looked at uh I mean honestly I just wanted to see how I could I could compete my first year up there um I knew I had the stuff to be up there and just to be able to see what I could do against all those people being able to watch them every day i mean i think i accomplished a lot but there's still a lot of work i can do really when you look back at at your high school career your college career uh you know when you were at cape fear i think your entire high school career 18 and one record 1.06 earn run average two consecutive no hitters some of the, the the things that really stand out when you were pitching in high school how much did you think about hey i think i can pitch in the majors um honestly I didn't I didn't really think about pitching in high school that much like going forward. I always wanted to be a hitter and uh cuz honestly I loved hitting, but I got to the level I could not hit anymore. <laughs> not hit. And uh I I say I I started focusing on pitching more towards my senior year of high school going into college. Um I hit a big a big uh spur into pitching really being able and like getting better every day. It's one of those things that that you really can't quantify, I would guess, because it's something that you just work at. Obviously, you love baseball. You just said you really love to hit. But as far as pitching goes, I mean, when does a light bulb come on when you're working with a new pitch or or you let one fly and you're like, man, I had a a lot of juice on that one. How does that go? Um, I'd say more in like my freshman year of college because, I mean, that's all I did every day was I would throw and work on different things. 
especially having two different pitching coaches in college. I mean, they both had different different ways of like teaching different pitches and how to throw them. So, um, honestly, in college was the big thing on that. When you get into the majors, how does the coaching change as far as because you go through the minor leagues and, and you you know you work with different people and then you get to the major leagues and you have your pitching coach, but how how does that progress? Um, I mean, when you get to to the big league, it's big league is it's uh, more of you asking questions because uh, you're up there. They think you know everything. Um, I mean, you didn't get up there for no reason, really. Um, I mean, at that level, you you should have a lot of things figured out, but you still have to go to them to ask on certain things you need to do and how to do how to do them. When you were in high school, Tampa Bay made you a 30th round selection in 2017. What was it like when, when you got the word there that, that you had an opportunity, although I know you were leaning towards you know playing college baseball? Um, I mean, I was honestly taking a nap when they called me and told me. Uh, at first, I didn't know what to think, but then the, the text started flooding in that, like, congratulations. So, it was honestly, it was pretty cool saying that, that I got drafted out of high school, but I know ECU was the main thing I wanted to do, and I couldn't wait to get there. Your time as a pirate was uh, absolutely incredible. Obviously, it was so much fun just to go to the ballpark when you were pitching because you knew the whole area right there where we, you know, watch the game or we video the game. We're right there with all the scouts and talking to the scouts and watching them, you know, take the the speed of the pitch and write their notes down. Uh, that was always a lot of fun. Did you ever get any any kind of butterflies, any kind of nervousness when you took to the mound at East Carolina? Um. Honestly, no, not after my freshman year. I'd say freshman year was the more of the bigger time. I would get like butterflies and things like that, just because it was like, um, I mean, honestly, a bigger stage in high school. Uh, that was the first time I've ever done that. So that was the main time I only got butterflies, really. Coach Goblin told me a great story this morning uh, because I asked him. I told him I was going to have you on, and so we were talking about the banquet. And uh, he says he took us back to the 19, 2019 regional, and he said that it was one of those situations. You know, that 19 regional, Pirates dropped that first game, had to come all the way through the loser's bracket. Uh, it turned – it was a disastrous weekend to start, and it turned into one of the greatest weekends, I think, in East Carolina baseball history coming all the way back. I told Coach Goblin today how much fun the Monday was – you know, as a sportscaster going live early in the early shows and then going live to get ready for the big game that night. But Coach said he was he was starving because he hadn't had a chance to eat. And there was, you know, you're scrambling around playing two games in a day and having to do the same thing the next day. He says, so we grabbed him a sandwich and he's kind of, you know, looking around and hadn't even talked to about anything about who's going to start and he heard this voice behind him and I can't say exactly what was said because there was a, a bad word in there but he said he said he heard the words I want the ball and he turned around and he looked and it was you asking for the baseball uh, for that championship matchup uh, do you remember that story uh, I, I do a little bit. I don't. I don't think there's a bad word in there. <laughs> All right, I'll take your word for it there. And I, I really don't think there was a bad word anywhere. But, but you know, coach, coach said he turned around and looked up, and there's Big Gav, and he wants the baseball. And and coach said, you know, you know, I, I don't want to get anybody hurt. I had to make sure that he was, you know, he was fine to go. He said he was fine to go. And I'll never forget the the, the reading the speedometer you know, on the gun and and just how fast you were throwing some of those pitches in that first inning that night that was that was one to remember wasn't it yeah absolutely um i knew 
I knew all the other pitchers are a little bit t- more tired than I was. I only pitched in the first game a couple innings, and the rest of the guys needed probably a little bit more break than I did. Um, I know we had four or five games in a row. Um, I knew they were tired. They pitched in almost every one of them, it seemed like. Uh, I feel like I could, I could help them out a little bit, pitch a few more innings. One of the other great, uh, just outstanding efforts in your part, the Super Regional against Vanderbilt, the 13Ks, uh, giving up only seven hits and seven a third. That was a 2 nothing loss in game one of that Super Regional. But take us back to, to that day. How exciting was it? I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't research this one, but I believe it was a 12 noon start. It was an early start. It was like the first game of the of the, the, the Super Regional round. So the nation was watching, and, and you're going to go up against a, a great pitcher because uh, Vanderbilt had two of them that year and you and the pirates knew they were gonna you know have to have a, a herculean effort to stay in the game and you gave them just that yeah um i think it was 11 a.m central time really um, yep i couldn't really do too much there um i mean you couldn't really do anything else honestly there was i mean if you did any much any more than what i did then it could turn into a disaster really it was really just a, a great outing and just the, the way the Pirates play defense behind you, but you were in total control on a national stage, and I think that a lot of people uh, all of a sudden knew that Gavin Williams was was on that national stage and was most certainly there to stay. Gavin Williams is our guest as he gets set for spring training. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break right now. We'll come back and pick Gavin's brain for some other ideas, uh, being a major league pitcher with the Cleveland Guardians. Back with more after this. It's here, Pirate Nation. The Holton Naylor Show is now available every week right here on Pirate Radio. Subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube to watch the show or find the Holton Naylor Show on the Pirate Radio podcast channel to download and listen. Stories, big name guests, what I'm up to that week, plus plenty of laughs and opinions with my best friends known as the Walk-Ons. Subscribe today to watch and listen to the Holton Naylor Show right here on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. There's local politics, bud. I'm Donald Stocks, owner of Pip Marketing Science Print. We are your one-stop shop for just about anything printed. If we're not your go-to printer, please give us a call at 355-1636. We have over 80 five-star Google reviews and want you to be our next more than satisfied and well-pleased customer. Check us out at growitpip.com or stop in to see us at 3185 Mosley Drive in Greenville. Pip where business goes to grow. 15-time best-selling author, keynote speaker, and global influencer John Gordon is coming to Greenville in March. John was ranked number six as one of the top leadership speakers in the world and will be our featured guest at the Pirate Radio Luncheon on Monday, March 18th. Hey, John, tell us more about your upcoming visit. Hey, Pirate Nation, John Gordon here. I am so excited about coming to Greenville, North Carolina and East Carolina University, March 18th where I'm going to talk about ways to enhance your mindset, improve your leadership, and build a stronger team. We're going to activate the positive competitive advantage together. Hope to see you there. Go Pirates. Don't miss out on this huge opportunity to enhance your mindset, improve your leadership skills, and create a better future for you and your team. To reserve a table, contact me, Jonathan Ellerby, at ellerby at pirateradio1250.com. We look forward to seeing you in March. 
Pirate Radio. You know, East Carolina deserves to go to Omaha. People should be worried about it. We're going to be really good, and I'm not afraid to say it on record. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this MLK holiday. I hope you're enjoying your holiday. Gavin Williams is our guest as we continue on, kind of picking his brain about some of the uh, things a major league pitcher goes through. I wanted to just ask you, like like a typical day when you're the starting pitcher, uh, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? Take us through your entire day when you're, you are the starter that day. Uh, typically on a, on a starting day, I would wake up around 10 30 ish, probably 10 30 is early riser. Are you? <laughs> oh yeah. That's very early. <laughs> uh, especially during the season. That was very early. Um, uh, I'd walk to Starbucks, come back, watch TV for a little bit and get to the field around two, two thirty. Um, that's late arrival for like a seven o'clock game for us. So. Um, then I'd listen to music for a little bit and then start getting ready uh, a few hours before the game. So when you say start getting ready, what are some of those things you're, you're getting ready? How, how are you getting ready? Uh, yeah, I do stuff in the training room, um, do stuff in the weight room, weighted balls, throw, um, just things like that, really. And then at some point you, you kind of cycle down and kind of just kind of try to relax and then, and then get loosed as far as you know getting ready to go out and throw that first pitch? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think like I think it's about an hour and a half before I'll put on like a little meditation thing and do that before the game before I actually go out and start throwing. How was your first start that day? Uh, Indians, oh, I say the Indians. It's hard not to say the Indians. The Guardians won the game 7-6. It was a no decision for you. Pitched five and two-third, gave up four runs. One was a three-run homer to Ryan Noda. But but how did that, that first start go for you? Uh, honestly, it was kind of crazy. Uh, I had so much, so many things going through my head that day from just the time waking up, people texting me and, uh, even after the game, seeing everybody down on the field, it was kind of a crazy day for me. Um, I was, the nerves were definitely, definitely flying that day, but that was probably the, the only day I had nerves pitching really. That was a great picture afterwards, uh, Coach Godwin, some of the staff, and and yourself celebrating your first uh, first outing as a major league pitcher. I know that meant a lot to you, didn't it? Yeah, especially Coach Deets flying all the way across the country um, just to be able to watch me pitch. He was out in California, and I know he saw somebody else that he recruited when he was at Cal State Fullerton the first time. Um, so it was good. It was actually really good to see him out there. All right, now we went through your typical day when you're the starting pitcher. When you're not starting, when you when you when you're 99 percent of the time you're not going to pitch at all. What does a day like that uh, consist of for Gavin Williams? Honestly, it's about the same, but I probably play a little bit more video games before I go to the field. Uh, I get to the field a little bit more, uh, a little bit earlier um, on a day I'm not starting, just to be able to get my stuff in. Maybe I'll have like Pilates that day and a workout or something like that. Um, I, I typically tried to do it before all the veteran guys got there, uh, veteran pitchers, uh, so I'd, so they didn't have to wait for me to get done doing all my stuff. Do you like pitching at home a lot more than you do on the road, or, or does it really matter to you? Um, honestly, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I feel like pitching in a, a big league stadium is about the same everywhere, really. 
Terry Francona was your manager for your first year. Uh, he since has retired, but what was it like with Terry Francona, who's obviously headed to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he was he was honestly the best. Um, he's really the only manager I've had in the big league so far, so I can't can't really say um, how all the other managers are, but he, Tito, he was the best, really. Um, he cared so much about you. You talked to him every day. He'd ask you how you are and just talk to you about the little things, really. What were some of those conversations like? I mean, you're sitting at your locker. He just kind of sits down and kind of, you know, just just has a little little chat with you. Uh, it's more of like walking by his office, really. Um, you have to walk. You have to walk by his office every day to get to the locker room and just peek your head in there or in the dugout. Just ask him a few things, see how it is, really. Um, I mean, I think every day I walked in the dugout, I I asked him something different. And now you have a new manager. Steven Vogt is the new manager for the Cleveland Guardians. Have you had a chance to meet him and talk to him yet? Uh, I haven't had the, the chance to meet him, but I've, I've texted him a few times. And this week I have to go up to Cleveland for a little guard fest thing, so I'll be able to meet him this, this week when I'm up there. And, and it seems like in some of the articles I read last night doing some research for the interview that that, that he's a pretty popular choice. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I, didn't, I didn't look in... And into it much about who they were um, going after. Uh, I, w- I would just see it on Twitter, like names that would pop up. Uh, I didn't do too much research on it, but I know he just retired from baseball probably, I think it was 2020, I would say, after that season. Yeah, I think that's right, and, and he's you know a former player that kind of knows you know what the lay of the land is as far as a player goes, kind of like a, a Terry Francona. I would say that that he may be like a young version because I think he's going to be a, a player's manager as well. All right, Gavin, let's go into the X's and O's of, of your pitching style. What is your best pitch? What's the pitch you want to go to when if if it's a three two count? What are you going to go to? Uh, honestly. Um... I think everybody knows it's going to be the fastball, really. Yeah. Uh, the four-seamer? Yeah, the four-seamer. I think that's my best pitch I got. All right. With that in mind, what's the pitch that you're trying to tweak this offseason? Uh, definitely the change up a little bit. Um, I'm going to try and throw it a little bit more this year just to get people off the off the fastball. Um, the only thing I really need to do with it is I just need to throw it in the zone a little bit more than I did last year. Take us through a, a change-up. What is, what is your grip on the ball like and, and, and your arm speed, that kind of thing? Um, the grip is it's kind of like a little uh, a splitter, a split change kind of. You could call it a split change. Uh, it's in between my middle finger and my, uh, my ring finger is where I hold it. It's kind of like opened up a little bit. All right, so far in your career, one season down, as we said, 3-5 and five record, 3.29 earned run average and 16 starts. Who's the toughest hitter that you faced this past season? Man, uh, I mean, I had a lot. Uh, yes, you did. I had a chance to watch a lot of your starts because, you know, we would record them at the station. I've got the Major League Baseball package and uh, get a chance, you know, when you were pitching, we tried to show at least two or three highlights every time you were out there. But you, you had some tough ones. Yeah, I had a lot. Um I mean, it has to be probably Freddie Freeman or Mookie Betts, really. I could not get them out at all. When you see those guys come to the plate, what, what are you thinking internally? Um, Get them out. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. Uh, I think I think the one that I was like kind of starstruck by was Miguel Cabrera, really. 
And that's that's so odd. You know, you say starstruck, but but really, I mean, you're a young kid. You're, you're young, and you've seen some of these guys play for a long time as a baseball fan. And then just to look at them, and you know, you're sixty feet six inches away from them, you're looking right down the barrel of that big old bat they're carrying. And I can't imagine what it's like when you get to that point. Uh, that's just uh, it's it's really amazing when you think about it, especially when you you think about watching somebody like yourself when you came to East Carolina and, and all the you know accolades you had you had some some injury issues at some times but you got through all that and just you know how you handled yourself the entire time and just to see you out there on a major league baseball mound that's a that's a big thrill for a lot of us here in greenville your pirate nation they love that pirate baseball and they love some gavin williams yes sir um i mean the the whole year is incredible really um just seeing seeing everybody that i've played throughout my whole my whole life and then it's rare just seeing somebody who's played in the big leagues for 20 years, honestly. It's got to be. It's got to be. Now, who's, who's some of the hitters that you haven't seen yet, but that you've heard other pitchers talk about, that how, how difficult they are to get out? Um, honestly, I, I'd have to think about that one. Um, I feel like I, I face a lot of them. I mean, I guess Aaron Judge and yeah. the Yank, Yankee, Yankee guys. Um, uh, yeah, but I'd have to think about that one, really. All right. Your relationship with umpires, have you had any, you know, when you throw that close pitch and you're a young pitcher, sometimes you don't get the benefit of the doubt, but have you had any instances so far that you're like, man, he just, he just wouldn't cut me any slack? Um, I had a couple. Uh, I had one game I had to tone it down a little bit. Uh, Tito said something to me. Um, I went back into the dugout and looked at it. and I guess after the next half inning I pitched, I went up to the umpire. I told him that he missed it. And, uh, he told me to go back and look at it, and I told him I did, and you missed it. It was right down the middle, and then uh, Tito kind of got on to me after that one. Yeah. On the back. And it's it's very difficult too because you know you're kind of guy that you know in watching you in college you have your emotions on your sleeve and you really you know you're trying your best and and I can't imagine what it's like to pitch to major league hitters because they all can hit they all you know know what they're doing and just trying to get those guys out that it's it's kind of a it's kind of it's very difficult in, in getting some of those guys out. Yeah, it is. I mean, as a pitcher, you don't want the umpire to miss any pitch, especially being. Uh, Pitching against some of the best guys in the league, really. Um, so once you throw a good pitch, you you want it every time. And then that one time the umpire misses it, it kind of gets gets under your skin a little bit. But I mean, everybody's not perfect, so you can't really can't really think about it. All right, Gavin, give us your update on your, your schedule coming up. When do you leave for uh, spring training? That kind of thing. Uh, I, I'm leaving for spring training February 5th. Actually, I'm, I'm going to be out in Arizona. Yeah, that's what I was thinking that uh, Cleveland usually is in Arizona, so uh, that'll be good. What do you do as far as as things you work on before then? Have you, do you have like a strength coach with the Guardians that has you in some kind of program or anything like that? Uh, well, the Guardians strength coaches they asked who I was working working with this year, and they've uh, they've been talking to the strength coach I have here in North Carolina, which is Brandon Golden. He uh, used to be with the Pirates. Yes, it's nice being able to know him and. Have somebody that's familiar with me. Great guy, Brandon Golden. That's a that's a that's a win win for you, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, it is. All right, take us back to East Carolina and pitching for the Pirates. What are some of the things that stand out in your mind when you think back to those days? Uh, I mean, those were the best days of my life, really. Um, 
just going out there and having fun. Uh, you could say, I mean, they are my brothers, really. I still talk to almost every one of them all the time. Uh, I know there's a couple of them that will be, be out there in Arizona with me uh, for a few days. Uh, they're going out there for something. And then I still play with a couple of them. I mean, you got Carter Spivey that I'll, I'll see all the time now. Just got signed by the Guardians. And then Trey Benton I'll see all the time. And, we, and we've got Carter Spivey coming up uh, after we wrap up things with you. So we're going to talk to him about signing with the Guardians. And that's got that's got to give you a little uh, – just kind of – it's got to be a little relaxing to have guys that, that you've worked with and you know, you know right there in camp with you. Yeah, absolutely it is. I mean, I think there's uh, four or five Pirate alums, really, that are in the um, Guardians organization. you got a few trainers and you got players. So it's nice. Um, just nice having familiar familiar pirates around all the time. So when you go to spring training, obviously you're in the rotation right now with the Guardians. Are, are you in a battle to see, you know, what slot you'll take? You know, the opening day starter would be such and such, and you'll be the the third or fourth. Or how does that all work? Um, honestly, I have no clue. Uh, this year is my first year in the in the big league spring training, so I'll, I'll see how it is. Uh, but I think every day is a battle to, to see where you're pitching at. Do you take your golf clubs to spring training? Are you one of those guys? Uh, this year I am taking my golf clubs. Last year I was not. I, I did not take them. Um, I've only got fitted for some golf clubs, and they're a little bit longer now, so I can play with some people and not embarrass myself. <laughs> How do you hit them? Uh. Mainly right, but not straight. I can tell you that. <laughs> You're like the rest of us. Nobody can hit that daggone little white ball straight. Uh, so, do you have any goals that you're looking at right now? That hey, you know, we're in January. We're going to go to spring training in February. Well, you know, do you sit down and say, okay, I want to do this, 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 and this as far as goals go? Um. Yeah, I would say everybody has those kind of goals, and um, I mean, yeah, I definitely have a lot of goals I want to do. Um, I mean, one of the main ones is stay healthy for the whole year and be in the big leagues. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tremendous goal, and that staying healthy is is really you know one of the big keys because that arm takes a lot of strain, and I'm sure that they uh, they want to take care take as best care of you as they possibly can. You want to take care of it because that's a that's a that's a money maker. I mean, that's that's the way it comes down to it. So uh, it's just one of those uh, deals that you know, not all of us can go out there and throw 97, 98, 99 miles per hour, and not only the speed factor, but to move the ball around like you do. I mean. I, are you pretty pleased with how you how you can move the ball around and put it where you want to put it? Um, yeah, for the most part, uh, I still have a lot of work on on putting it really where I want to. Um, I think I think uh, being able to move in the right position, being able to get my body moving all at one time like it's supposed to is is very it's going to be the big thing. All right, before we let you go, do you have a good Cliff Godwin story you can share with us that we can share with our audience today? Um. Uh, I mean, I can't share it out loud. <laughs> uh, it's a more in-person one. All right, we'll save that one maybe for, for before the banquet uh, while everybody's getting their seats and everything. We'll track you down and, and get that one. But I, I know Coach Godwin and the coaching staff here means a whole lot to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're the best, and I'm glad I was a pirate for four years. 
And I tell you, Pirate Nation is glad you were a Pirate for four years as well. Gavin Williams joining us today. Gavin, best of luck this season. We certainly appreciate your time on this MLK Day holiday. Uh, we certainly enjoy watching you pitch. Can't wait to see you in spring training some. Can't wait to watch you uh, when the regular season starts. And uh, a lot of us now are Cleveland Guardians fans because of one Gavin Williams. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me today. We appreciate it. That's Gavin Williams. We'll take a commercial break right now. Carter Spivey is up next. We're back with more on the Brian Bailey Show on this holiday Monday right after this. Pepsi Zero Sugar has taken its flavor to the next level. A Zero Sugar Cola has never tasted this good. But we don't expect you to take our word for it, so we're putting it to the test, starting with me. My mouth is watering already, so I think we can skip the drum roll and get right to the main event. Cue the fireworks. We have an official best Zero Sugar ever. It's delicious, it's refreshing, and it's so good you'll need to try it for yourself. Trust me. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero never tasted so good. That's what I like. I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners. Whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at 252-531-7494 or check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities. It's bow time. Chicken or biscuits? That's an impossible choice. How can you decide between Bojangles' perfectly crispy, boldly seasoned chicken or their fluffy, made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits? Well, the good news is you don't have to. With a Cajun chicken filet biscuit, you get the best of both worlds. An all-white meat chicken breast marinated with a bold blend of seasonings and served up on a fluffy, golden buttermilk biscuit. When it comes to real-deal southern flavor, there's no reason you can't have it all. Order a Cajun chicken filet biscuit today. It's bow time. Save a load on a new John Deere compact utility tractor and loader from Quality Equipment. It's never been easier to get the best brand on the market at an unbeatable cash price or with great financing at our lowest ever monthly payment. Now is the time to get that tractor package you've been dreaming of to get your next job done right. Stop by one of our 36 locations in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia or visit us online at qualityequip.com. The icy treat that can't be beat is Sparky Snowballs. From big kids to little kids, Sparky Snowballs has been making smiles happen for over 20 years. If you're not in the mood to chill out with a snowball, Sparky's funnel cakes and fried Oreos are a perfect Sparky-licious treat every time. Are you having an event, party, or fundraiser? Call Sparky's to come on site. Remember to follow Sparky's on Facebook or visit SparkySnowballs.com to see where they'll be next. Here with Christy Conway today from ENC Pirate Realty, and you guys are more than real estate agents. That's right. We also provide property management services for rental properties. We have found that rental property owners have difficulty managing their rental properties effectively. We can provide full-service property management to those owners to include advertising their homes for rent, tenant screening, rent collections, and maintenance coordination. If you have real estate or property management questions, contact us at encpiratrealty.com. Go Pirates! I sailed out of the port of Bristol with sailors wearing black armbands. Pirate Radio. And found ourselves proclaimed notorious pirates. The voice of the Pirate Nation. 
You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this holiday Monday for you. Next week, our annual hot stove show on The Brian Bailey Show. It'll be on Tuesday instead of Monday. Uh, The hot stove banquet is January the 24th. We're going to do our radio show on Tuesday because on Monday is East Carolina Media Day for Pirate Baseball. So we got Media Day on Monday. We'll do the Tuesday radio show right here at noon, our hot stove show. Uh, The hot stove banquet, January 24th. For our show, we're having Ronald Vincent, Brian Weingartz, and uh, the guest speaker uh, for the hot stove banquet, which will be Toronto pitcher Chris Bassett. So that's coming up next week so a special time special day next uh, special day not a special time special day next week for the brian bailey show on tuesday january the 23rd right now we're joined by former east carolina pitcher carter spivey who has just signed with the cleveland guardians and we wanted to get his take on uh pitching and some of the stuff that goes on with going through the minors and trying to to, to make it to the big leagues after we he just had gavin williams on carter how are you I'm good. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. When you when you go through what you're going through, you had eight starts with the Florence Yalls in the Frontier League, two and one record, three point oh six earned run average, forty one Ks, uh, and you get a chance to sign with the Guardians. How big was that for you? Oh, it was, it's a tremendous honor. I'm uh, I'm really excited to get started and uh, looking forward to uh, starting my affiliated professional baseball career and gavin said he was very excited you'll be that spring training with him in arizona coming up uh next month and and that's got to be a thrill for you too oh absolutely it's going to be great to uh to to see gavin out there and just to learn from him see how he goes about his business out there and also uh trey benton's going to be out there too so looking forward to, to hanging out with those guys when you look back to your college career i mean you had a stellar college career at east carolina what's some of the things that stood out Uh, just the journey, honestly, you know, been there five years, um, won a lot of games as a team, got to play with some great players, work with some great coaches, obviously Coach G, um, AK, Coach Roselle, Coach Dietz, you know, up and down the line. Like, there's just so many guys that I have to thank, and there's just a tremendous privilege to play with every one of them and, and learn from them, too. 2022, the American Pitcher of the Year, 8-0 and record, 2.83 earned a run average, 76 Ks, 19 walks, and 76 and a third innings pitch. That was an unbelievable year, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, that was really fun. But, uh, I mean, to cap it all off, the uh, the regional in front of Pirate Nation and then hosting the first-ever Super Regional was was something that I'll always remember and was probably the most fun that I've ever had in a uh, in a weekend. Uh, playing baseball yeah that was that was incredible and the postseason is such a a magical time around here uh last year the pirates uh, were sent to charlottesville played a really good virginia team finished second in that regional but uh when the pirates get to host a regional and then as you said get to host that super regional man there's nothing like the sound uh, that the crowd makes when the pirates run on the field for that first uh first pitch is there oh no there's nothing quite like it i mean pirate nation is the best plain and simple and, and when you look at, at what all East Carolina has done in baseball with, with the crowds for each game and just, just the, the attendance figures, and you, you look at other teams you know, around the country, I mean, East Carolina's right up there with, with you know, some of the best in the entire nation as far as crowds go and that kind of thing. And, and that, when you're looking for a college team to play for, you know, that stands out. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, that was one of the things that attracted me to, to East Carolina was the, the passionate fan base and uh, just how fun it would be playing in front of them, uh, you know, every day. And 
it's not just you know a large fan base, but it's a very knowledgeable fan base. They know they know a lot about baseball and they care and they're very supportive. And you know, I think that's what makes it makes it so fun. You know, when we were talking with Gavin, I was asking him questions that, that I really, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by some of the answers. And I'll ask you some of the same ones. On a day when you're supposed to pitch, you know, as a starter, you know, what do you go through as far as, as that goes? Yeah, so, I mean, for a little while, I'll just be kind of hanging out, you know, just messing around, talking to, talking to teammates, trying to keep it loose. And then, uh, you know, about an hour and a half before – um, before I got to, before I start throwing in the game, it's, it's time to lock in and start warming up. And, um, you know, that's go through my, 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 uh, pregame routine and just getting locked in, making sure I feel good to, uh, to go out there and perform. When you're warming up, is there a time when you think that, that A, I'm loose, but there's another thing, B, I've got my best stuff tonight. You can, you can feel it. Uh, I mean, I try not to worry about that because I feel like my routine is uh, is pretty good now to where it doesn't really matter, um, you know, how I'm feeling or, or what's going on around me because it'll get me it'll get me locked in and it'll get me to where I need to be in order to go out there and compete at the highest level. And um, like I said, I try not to think about the uh, the external factors so much as just going out there and trying to do my job. That's that's really all it is. What was it like pitching in the Frontier League this past year? It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, got to meet some some new players and, and work with some new coaches and just a di- different perspective on things and just kind of learning how to how to be a professional baseball player. And um, like I said, I mean, it, was, it was it was a really fun experience, and I'm really glad that I did it. I asked Gavin the same thing, but but when you're working on you know your best pitch, what is your best pitch? And then we'll talk about one that, that maybe you're tweaking right now. But what is your best pitch? Uh, I mean, for for a long time now, it's been it's been a cutter. Um, but I mean, I think I've started I've just started uh, tweaking like a a sweepy slider, and I mean that might be my favorite pitch to throw right now, just because it's 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 a lot better than it used to be, you know, a year a year or two ago. But um, I'd say my my most consistent pitch is the cutter, but my favorite pitch to throw is the slider. And that slider, when you've got it going, I mean that's that's a big break. It can go from one side of the plate to the other, can it? Oh, sure can. Sure can. It's fun. It's fun to throw. <laughs> when you're on that mound and you're getting the sign from the catcher, I mean, is, is, do you shake him off a lot and try to go to that that sweeping slider? Yeah, I mean, we. Uh, I mean, usually once we get into the flow of the game, you know, me and the catcher will be on the on the same page. But um, you know, I, I prefer to throw you know my my cutter and uh, slider and, and change up more often than than my fastball, just because in my mind those are harder pitches to hit. So uh, once once we get in a rhythm like that, it's it's usually pretty pretty smooth as far as you know getting on the same page. Talking with former East Carolina pitcher Carter Spivey, who was such a great great star for this East Carolina Pirate baseball program in his uh, as he said five years with the program. When you look back to your college career, and, and you, you talked about the super regionals a little bit, but was there a game where, where you were just you know absolutely dominant and and you'll never forget that particular performance? Uh, I think immediately my mind goes to um, the 2022 season. We went to, to Tulane, and uh, it was miserably hot. It was like 105, 110 degrees on their turf field, and uh, I think I came in in the like the second or third inning, and then finished the game. And uh, <laughs> that was that was that was one of the few times where it was like I felt like untouchable, if that makes any sense, but. It was fun, and we uh, we got the win, and that's really all that matters. So, 
Yeah, I think a lot of hitters can can relate when a pitcher is untouchable. It happens uh, from time to time for sure. Now, when you go to Cleveland's uh, minor league camp coming up in February, what are some of your expectations? What do you, what do you expect to, to to see there? What do you expect to get your start uh, this this spring at? Yeah, so I mean, first and foremost, just going out there and uh, getting comfortable around the uh, the coaching staff and, and the players and uh, working with them and. You know, seeing what what advice and information they have for me, and then learning from them because, you know, like I said, it's never never a finished product. Um, so just always trying to get better, always trying to learn, and um, from there, uh, you know, looking forward to you know pitching in some games and in, in spring training, and then uh, I believe it's not a not official or I haven't heard like definitively, but I think I'm going to start in uh, Single A Lynchburg, is what I believe I've been told. So. I'm looking forward to uh, to just getting out there and being around the guys and and uh, start playing baseball again. And yeah, Single A Lynchburg would be nice because you'd have a chance to uh, to, to play play around with, with is Lynchburg. Would they play in Kinston? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I know I know they're in the Carolina League, but I, I don't know. As for the teams, I haven't really researched it all that. Much. I was thinking that because uh, they've changed it so much. Because they used to have a whole band of teams that played. You know, the, it was a rookie leagues uh, is what they used to have, and they had you know Bluefield and Pulaski and all those you know teams up there near Lynchburg. But uh, that would be a, that'd be a great start for you with with Lynchburg, and uh, you, you know when you when you're in the, in the minors like that. I mean, obviously you want to pitch the best you can. But do you have it in the back of your mind, like how you want to progress and how you want to move up? I mean, not really. I'm not really too focused on that because I feel like if I if I go out there and and, and just take care of my business and do what I need to do, then the rest of it will take care of itself. I tell you, you got a great head on your shoulders for sure, and I think that means a lot when you when you get out there. Uh, but it's going to be uh, so much foam you leave for spring training. When you looked at at your your year year of the season with the Florence Yalls, what are some of the things that stood out with that, that in the Frontier League? What did what did you learn there? Uh, I mean, first and foremost, uh, just learning how to how to pitch to professional hitters, and uh, you know what works best against certain hitters, works best against others, and. Um, you know, just learning how to how to think the game for myself out there because uh, you know, as a in, in pro ball, you're calling your own games and um, just learning how to how to read hitters and and stuff like that. And I think that's something that I will uh, will take with me as a, as I move on up. Are uh, you around this pirate baseball team for so long? Who were some of the hitters that that in inter squad scrimmages and that kind of thing that you had trouble with? Who were some of the ones, especially if if anybody's still on the team now, that, that you struggled with a little bit? Uh, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is is Big Hove. Uh, I mean, that dude just refuses to strike out, um, and then once he once he puts it in play, it's it's hard to get him out in the base path because he's so fast. Um, and then, I mean, obviously JC is a great hitter. J Dub's a great hitter. I mean, and, and Star too. I mean, me and Star have had lots of uh, battles back and forth in, in inner squads. You can you can probably ask him about it. We uh, might talk a little smack to each other, but it's all in good fun. But uh, it's always good good battling against those guys. Yeah, I was going to say that a lot of times when the, the first game finally comes around and it's like Coach Godwin would say, like, yeah, we're ready to see a different color uniform because uh, there's a lot of battles that go on in, in, in you know camp like that. Absolutely. I mean, it's all fun. You know, it's, it's competing and all the guys in that locker room, they're there for a reason. You know, they're all really good players and they all want to be the best. And, you know, in order to be the best, you got to beat the best. And, you know, that's kind of the mindset in inner squads is, um, you know, preparing against the best players that you'll play all season will will get you ready for the season. 
Who was the toughest hitter that you faced as a, colleg- a collegiate with East Carolina? Who was the guy that really just you, you shake your head about it? Uh, like other teams or like other teams? Yeah, somebody that you faced, and you may not even remember their names, but but who they play for, that kind of thing. I think, I mean, I think I, I faced them maybe twice, but uh, it was actually uh, Kyle Teal. I think for UVA was probably the the most complete hitter I've ever seen, um, and just I mean, just I don't know. He, he was just he's just really hard to get out. He's really good batting ball skills, got good power and stuff, and he's got a really good eye at the plate. So you know, you had to make good pitches to him. Got about three weeks to go before you have to go to spring training. What does Carter Spivey do in those three weeks? I'm keep throwing, uh, keep throwing uh, bullpens, start going into some live abs and uh, and stuff like that here in the next few weeks, and obviously just keep keep working out and making sure I'm, my body's ready to go and uh, just be ready to put my best foot forward when I go out to uh, Arizona. Will you get a chance to come back for the uh, baseball banquet coming up? Uh, unfortunately, I will not be there now, but uh, maybe maybe next year. We promise we'll miss you. That's for sure because uh, it's a it's a great thing. As I was telling uh, the audience before we hooked up with you, and I was talking to Gavin, I had a chance to meet with Cliff Godwin today, and uh, and Blake and everybody talking about the banquet and going through some of the X's and O's with that thing. And uh, Cliff does such a great job with that. And uh, you know, and, and you know, you know, when you get a chance to introduce yourself to the crowd, and it's it's a huge crowd, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. I remember. Last year, me, uh, Sailor, and Hoover had to had to do our speeches. Yeah, and uh, you know, it might might not have looked like it, but we were all extremely nervous because I mean, that's that's a huge crowd in there, and it keeps getting bigger. You know, year after year, just just pirate faithful coming out and and supporting the team. And like I said, I mean, as an athlete, it's it's tremendous. It shows you know that you guys support us and you care about us and in return like that just helps us play even harder for you so we appreciate it you know it's funny you say that because i i was leaving and i t- told somebody one of the other coaches i said you know it's the only banquet that i mc that i get nervous for and cliff yelled from his office you've been doing it for 10 years how can you be nervous but i mean it's just it's cut and dry how he wants it done and you don't want to disappoint it's just like when you're a player you know i mean he's the type of coach that you just don't want to disappoint so you want to do your very very best and uh but we had a big chuckle out of that because it has been a, a long long time emceeing that banquet and it's always a great time because uh, some of the seniors will speak and and they'll tell some stories we've got some plans uh, along that coming up uh, for the banquet which is going to be a week from this saturday night so uh carter we um, we'll miss you for sure but uh, we understand and you got to get ready to to get to uh, arizona what's the first thing you're going to do when you land in arizona i i ask uh i asked gavin if he was going to take his golf clubs but uh as a younger type player you won't take your golf clubs will you uh, unfortunately, I'm not much of a golfer, <laughs> so not much of an issue for me. But I mean, I reckon the uh, the first thing I'll buy is some sunscreen or something because it's going to be really hot. It is that, that's for sure. All right, Carter, thanks so much for your time. We certainly appreciate it. Best of luck as you head to Arizona and uh, in the Cleveland Guardians uh, organization. And we'll keep up with you and keep Pirate Nation informed with with how you're doing and that kind of thing. But we certainly appreciate your time today. Yep, thanks for having me on. All right, that's Carter Spivey, former East Carolina pitcher, the 2022 American Pitcher of the Year when he was 8-0, a 2.83 earned run average, 77 Ks, uh, 19 walks and 76 and a third innings pitched. Uh, just an unbelievable career that he had. He got his professional start with the Florence Yaws in the Frontier League, and now he is signed with the Cleveland Guardians, and he will head to uh, camp in Arizona coming up that first week in February. We'll take our final commercial break. We'll come back, and then we'll wrap up this 
this edition of the Brian Bailey Show for you right after this. So try our newest cheesy calzone epic stuffed crust pizza made with a blend of ricotta and mozzarella hand stuffed into that Papa John's fresh, never frozen original dough. Get it for a limited time only at Papa John's. Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at PapaJohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirates! Now's your chance to save during the year-end clear-out at Bostick Sug Furniture. We're clearing out the 2023s, which means huge savings for you. Find unheard of sale prices all across our showroom floor. Save 70% off clearance items. Take an extra 10% off all in-stock custom order furniture, plus six-month special finance. Get a new mattress at year-end savings, plus all in-stock Last Chance Serta Arctic and Restonic mattresses are half off. The year-end clear-out is finally here, now at Bostick Sug Furniture. There's a common misbelief today that to make it further, you need to push yourself. That you need to give up any joy to continue your rigid routine. Or you could try another way. Take some time to enjoy life. Like having a Michelob Ultra with friends. Because happiness is essential to living an exceptional life. Michelob Ultra. A refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Michelob Ultra. Proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. This is John Gavigan with the Gavigan Agency. Our top priority is doing what is best for our members. Whether you are buying a new vehicle, a new home, protecting your family with life insurance, or filing a claim, our agency will be there every step of the way. Our goal is to become a trusted advisor for you and your family for all of your personal and commercial insurance needs. Give us a call in Greenville at 756-1400 for a car, home, business, or life insurance quote today. And give us the opportunity to show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in Uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft, Taft & Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of The Brian Bailey Show and The Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of The Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! Pirate radio sounds different. Different is good. We are all the same. You'll be ashamed. Because different is good. Oh, yeah. Pirate. Pirate radio. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back as we close out this edition of The Brian Bailey Show on this holiday Monday. I saved a couple of minutes at the end so I could have clip on i had him on all year when my cowboys were doing well so i want to put him on for a few minutes so he can have his last laugh but i said all along i was not really excited about the cowboys until they started winning games in january and they didn't let me down as far as that goes now did they what a day Bailey. 
What a meltdown. Yeah. What a shocker. Of monumental proportions. It was unbelievable. Just watching them unravel. I don't know if Dan Quinn had already made his plans to go to Seattle or if, you know, it's, it's just. I don't know if the Cowboys need a new coach because I really think McCarthy winning 12 games three straight years, that's about all you can do. But they certainly need a psychiatrist, uh, some kind of psychoanalyst, or somebody to go in there because you can't talk all week about how this is going to be our year and we're going to make a a long run in the playoffs and go out and just lay an absolute egg like the Cowboys did. So I don't know what I don't know what the answer is because they can win in the regular, they can beat bad teams, they can bunch up the bad, and the NFL has some bad teams. So you got that going for you. And uh, yeah, I feel like if that game is played in November. Dallas wins it, you know, 42 to, yeah. to 10. If there's no pressure. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know what what the deal is. I just don't understand. I was trying to make make an analogy. Like if somebody came to me and said, okay, uh, we're going to give you uh, $1,000 if you don't bobble one word on your sportscast tonight. So then you're sim- simply <laughs> thinking like, okay, yeah. it's got to concentrate, got to slow down and, and do the things that I know how to do. And I just, for, for, for Dak Prescott to come out and say, yeah, I, my head was moving a little faster than my body was. That can't happen. You're in the playoffs. Jordan Love's body wasn't moving faster. Yeah, the youngest team uh, in the league and like the youngest, uh, fourth youngest Ugh. playoff team ever. Or whatever. And, and you said something earlier off the air that maybe Dallas needs to be a seven or eight seed. Yeah, maybe go in there with, with no pressure and just do, you know, just go at it. But Maybe they can request an away game next year if they win the division man, instead was, of a home game. I don't know whether they relaxed when they got the two seed and thought, okay, we're going to get through the first couple rounds, no problem. I, I, don't, I can't believe that. I just can't believe an organization with that many players. And we've all played sports. We've all been in big games before, like in high school. I can remember, you know, Indian River playing Great Bridge and it was a big game and I wanted to be, do my very, very best and but football is a great sport because it takes 11 of you to work as a team and and yesterday you know the team with with nine pro bowlers and a team with no pro bowlers green bay's defense was awful all year the panthers put up 30 on them i mean come on but they look like the 85 bears I mean, it was it was just mind boggling. Uh, you know, it's twenty to nothing. The Cowboys get the ball after the two minute warning for the half, and then Dak throws a pick six. He hadn't done that in forever. Uh, anyway, I had to get that off my chest because it was a bad Sunday, and I'm mm. just going to enjoy the rest of the playoffs and try not to try not to be so vested. But you know, and I've told I've told Clip this before. The thing that, that the, the hardest thing for me is I just enjoy watching football and I enjoy rooting for the team that I loved as a kid and I just enjoy those three hour blocks on Sundays that I can sit there and just relax and just watch the game and root and cheer, yell, cuss. I mean, Bella, Bella learned so many new words <laughs> when the Cowboy games are on. But, uh, yeah, I, I just I, – I'll miss pro football when it's all over. I'm looking forward to the rest of the playoffs because I'm a pro football fan. I like watching – you know, I still think San Francisco is going to beat Green Bay by 30. Yeah. And that's going to make me shake my head even more. But anyway, I thought I would get that off my chest. We can uh, band together and root against the Eagles tonight. That's an idea. Yeah, I hate the Eagles. Anyway, all right, next week, don't forget, we'll be here with you on Tuesday for our annual Hot Stove Show. Uh, Ronald Vincent, Brian Weingart, and the guest speaker, Toronto pitcher Chris Bassett, will be joining us uh, on that show. The Hot Stove Banquet is Wednesday, January the 24th. There are still tickets available to that banquet. Of course, the East Carolina Banquet is that Saturday, and there are no tickets available, but there are tickets available if you want to watch it uh, on a stream so you can 
can still do that. All right, I want to thank Gavin Williams for being on with us today, Carter Spivey as well. Have yourself a great rest of the day for the holiday, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday on The Brian Bailey Show. This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostick Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Michelob Ultra, The Rick House, Taft Taft and Hagler, and Tiebreakers. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio 93.3.